Hello, a quick uh, intro to this episode. This was recorded before the most recent ban and restricted announcement. So we are, we do talk about some of the restricted cards. Um, I don't think we actually talk about head muscle, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But anyways, just a heads up, this does not comply with the new ban and restricted list. But um, as soon as we get to next week's episode, we will be... Uh, compliant with the new banning restricted list, so I did not schedule too far in advance that if this has become a problem. So thank you very much for your understanding, and please enjoy this episode anyway. Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten Marvel models of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is the Commissioner himself, Norbert. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on this very interesting uh, show. Much different from a lot of the shows that are out there about MCP, so I'm very happy to be part of it. And I'm very happy to have you on. Uh, For people who don't know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. So my name is Norbert, also known as Dr. Norbert. Um, I've been, I live in London now, but I I grew up uh, around New York City. And uh, I got into miniatures a while back. I first played historical miniatures um, for about 10 years. And then I switched into War Machine. So I played uh, competitive War Machine for a long time. Uh, 13 years altogether, I played War Machine first competitively, but then I moved into event organizing in addition to playing. Um, The the big thing that I I think I did um, is when I moved to Europe, I also helped found the World Team Championship for War Machine and ran that for for a number of years as also the the head referee as well as part of the organizing committee. And then uh, in early 2020, uh, I kind of switched because of the lockdown to, well, I got introduced to MCP at at release uh, by the great Pat Dunford uh, in London. He gave me a demo game. shortly after the box came out. And I really liked it a lot. And so started playing it a little bit with some of the guys uh, in, in real life, but then uh, lockdown hit. Uh, that was uh, in March, 2020. And shortly thereafter, I discovered the tabletop simulator um, mod for MCP. And so I was liking the game as it was. And because the mod was progressively easier and easier to use, I got to play games, even though we were in lockdown. And so. Uh, I just started really enjoying that and got so excited about it that I wanted to help, you know, help grow that community. And so I offered my help to help run some of the leagues and um, and then recently became kind of the head uh, organizer uh, for the time being anyway on on the um, TTS community. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are putting in invaluable work for this community. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say, but I'm, I'm glad it's, it's it's been a lot of fun for me. And I enjoy seeing how many more people are playing. And the biggest, my biggest goal, along with the other people who help me, the other organizers and the owners of the mod, is that we all stay nice and fresh on this game, uh, and and have an experience that is as like real life as possible, such that we can immediately start playing this once we're able to more freely go to shops and conventions. Yeah, which will be a little bit for me still. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it definitely going to vary from country to country. Yeah. Curious. To see. I'm hoping I am actually um I've I've bitten the bullet and decided to commit to a 3-day convention that happens in London at the end of September. 
And so I asked, yeah, so I asked the organizers if they'd be interested in having an MCP track uh, on top of the other games that they schedule into it. And they, they were happy to do that. So last three days of um, September is when the event will be. I'm hopeful based on how things are going in the UK, that at least the UK audience will be able to turn up for it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's called the uh, London GT, uh, September 24th through the 26th. Please message me if you want to come and find out all about it. It's going to be tons of fun. Yes, no, that sounds like a fantastic opportunity for the community. It would be, it will be really nice to get um, in-store tournaments going again, though that's something that, due to my schedule, I won't be able to participate in. Mm. Um because yeah, I, I know. you like to, you like to work overnight, don't you? Yeah, I I work overnight, so I can do like game nights and stuff, but I can't do one day Tonys and stuff because right, I'm asleep half the Tony. <laughs> well, hopefully TTS will continue, uh, and and I think it will because it offers a lot to people uh, for practice and for also just uh, dojoing and stuff like that. And there will be people like you who are also looking for games at um, so-called odd hours. Yes. Uh, so. Hopefully that'll still be available to you, and I, I think it will. And it means I can experiment with stuff without having to paint up new models. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, tabletop simulators got a, a very, very strong role to play yeah. going forward. Mm -hmm. So then, um, what did you bring for us today? Okay, I um, uh, really thought through this a little bit and didn't. And I, you know, had a number of different options about things that I would have liked to play, and, and not seeing a lot of play and everything. But then it really occurred to me that the one of the strongest fan favorite characters is not being played, and I just felt that was really criminal. So uh, I settled on uh, the Punisher as our topic for today. Yes. So the Punisher is currently the only strictly unaffiliated character. <laughs> yeah. Which is very fluffy, which is awesome, yes. but does kind of maybe make some less shiny to people when they think about what to add to their rosters. Yeah, so he he he's always going to be that out of affiliation tax, no matter where he is. But he does have a lot of interesting components he can work with. Um, he has the rapid fire, um, basic attack, which has become fairly common at this point, but I still think is is exceptionally valuable. Mm -hmm. Totally um, agree. And then he has his spender, which is uh, aimed shot, which is a range five seven dice attack with pierce, mm -hmm. and then if it deals damage, stun and slow. Yeah. This, this is what he's, uh, you know, all about, really. Uh, mm -hmm. Why you really want to try to make that aim shot work somehow because that is just a, a massive ranged attack. And I was just wanted to look. The other big boy with a gun is uh, Rocket, right? Yes. And I'm just going to take a look at how his five ranged attack works. Okay, it's similar. Seven seven um, dice, but energy. Yep. Uh, costs one more, though, at four, which yep. is probably a big difference. Uh, and he's got a wild, which is a vortex, which yep. is um, characters around it um, are pushed towards the target character and suffer a damage. Mm -hmm. So um, somewhat comparable, but I feel like, and we'll talk about this, um, that that three cost on Punishers make it a different uh, proposition. Yeah, especially with the flat power gen off of his hip fire. 
um, because it means as long as you're within range three of a top of a person, you can do the double hip fire, gain two power, and then even if you start at the turn at zero, you gain one for power phase and then one for each tick of hip fire, and suddenly you can do an aimed shot. Right, exactly. And so the aim shot uh, not only has a high number of dice, but it's got wild pierce, which mm -hmm. is fantastic. And if it deals damage, the 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 target gets stun and slow, which are really fantastic conditions, actually. Yeah. I mean, imagine throwing that on She-Hulk. She's not happy. No, she is not. So, uh, and you'll you're likely to damage her with her, despite having what is it, three dice. Yeah, because that pierce counts as basically as a neg one for your opponent. Yeah. Oh, and Modok, too. He doesn't want to be stunned or slowed. No, he doesn't. And Wild Pierce activates before Modok changes all of your wilds to uh, blanks. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but then he also has, um, and I think this is an underrated power on him, his Spec Ops training. Mm -hmm. uh, totally. Where he gets to advance short. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it only costs two, and out of, as you well know, out of turn movement is so important in this game where mm -hmm. control is uh, very prevalent in the meta right now and may not ever go away, actually. No. The way this game is designed, it's designed with control in mind, not as much as attrition in mind. It would have to take a serious shakeup of the mission pool for attrition to become mm -hmm. the mainstay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, um, and what's next? Which one do you want to look at next? Well, then let's talk about... So then he has Warzone, which is his action to blow up a piece of terrain and deal two damage to people around it. Um, yeah. Now, is that same same stats as um, Mystique's version of this? It's close. Let's see. Uh, I'll, yes. While you look it up, uh, I'll, I'll mention it to people. He can blow up things size three or less within four of him, uh, and enemy characters within one suffer two damage. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's exactly the same, same as yes, it's the same as Mystique's. Yeah, and it costs three. Hers is three. Yep. Okay. Cool. Same same ability then. But then we get his unique ability, which is the Fallen. Um, which, have, whenever one of his allies dies or is dazed, uh, he gains a punishment token um, to a maximum of three, and then he, as a zero cost uh, superpower, can spend one to three punishment tokens uh, during the next attack that character makes. You add dice equal to the number of punishment tokens spent. Yeah, which which is just great. I mean, more yeah. dice is more better. Yes. Um, he gets those for free. There's no range attached to it or anything. Just whenever anybody on his team gets dazed or KO'd, yes. he gets one of these. Uh, you have to be a little bit careful with the actual action one, because um, it is affected by Loki Bubble. Oh, okay. So the no more second chances would cost you one Yeah. Uh, if Loki was around. Okay, fair, yeah. fair point. Yeah. So you want to be a little bit careful of your positioning with that one, just because Loki yeah. is annoying. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if if he's that close, you should probably just shoot him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we should mention that he's only a three cost character mm -hmm. uh, for all that. 
Uh, his stats are otherwise unremarkable. Three three defenses uh, across the board. Well, he does, hit, uh, he does have a very important thing on his front side, which is that success hit point. Yeah, um, that was a nice thing. Yeah, because the, the, the split between five and six stamina is really important in this game because that's the break point where you can, if your opponent spikes on a builder, you're likely to survive at a six stamina and not likely to survive at a five stamina. Mm, okay. I just took a look. Valkyrie has the very same stat lines altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody knows how she works, so he'd be similar. But the difference is that he wants to stay far away from stuff. Yes. Um, and he he's an interesting character overall, and I definitely think that he doesn't get as much play because he doesn't have an affiliated spot to kind of naturally step into. That's the that's it, and and he doesn't have the you know saving grace of being a rogue agent like Taskmaster, which might help people out. So mm-hmm. he is definitely has to be considered strictly a splash character. Yeah. So one that you splash into some other affiliation that's built up with probably three, if not um, four different um, affiliated characters. Yeah. But, you know, that isn't so onerous, honestly. That's pretty normal yeah. if you think about it. Mm-hmm. So I, we have to dig into this guy to figure out why he's not being used, especially because he, like I said, a huge fan favorite. Everybody knows the Punisher. Everybody's got some sort of respect for this character. Uh, and comic books, and so um, we should be seeing more of them on the table. Yeah, um, and it's it's. I think he's in a weird place because his builder attack is range three, and his spender, which is what he wants to be doing most of the time, is a range five. Yes, that's fair. That is probably the trickiest part about this. Um, you know, because he he doesn't want to be near stuff. Uh, you know, because he he's a three threat character, he's not going to be able to take too much of a beating. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but at the same time, you know, the, like you said, the builder is uh, range three. Yeah. Oh, I guess the other thing is that he doesn't have any uh, movement uh, abilities. Yeah, displacement. You know, I mean, he can move. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't have displacement, and that's really uh, highly valued these days. Yeah. Um. So I think he he works really well in an attrition strategy. I think. Um. When you have a bunch of small packets of dice, like his hip shot, the, you're more likely to get a spike across all of them. Uh, and his spender is really, really good. It's impressively yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's his big thing. Is he's got this range 5 attack. It's physical, um, uh, which is different, like I said, from rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it has some really nice abilities attached to it. Um, stun is slow, like I said, I can, you can't overstate how important those are. So you, that is one of his, you know, attractions about, you know, can can this guy do massive damage and also apply um, conditions onto things. Mm-hmm. But at the well, same time, you know, you shouldn't overlook uh, terrain. Terrain, you know, blowing up terrain is, um, that's a big range. So that's essentially a range attack of four. Yeah. Um, which is quite far. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, denying people terrain in addition to hurting people with it is is really quite important considering yeah. how popular even just if you look at it brotherhood is these days absolutely so um yeah and then lastly rapid fire like you said is has gotten really uh popular mm-hmm. people have learned to use it quite heavily so um 
and and he gets an automatic power out of it. Yep. Maybe that's the other thing is, is his builder. His builder is one that people find, I think, see more in secondary attacks. Uh, like, say, Okoye. Okoye's got a, a proper builder, and then she's got that other attack that just gives her the one one power. And maybe that's throwing people off, like they want to see this guy building his own power. Obviously, he does a little bit, but it isn't like one of those things where you can get a, a big damage spike and then get tons of power off of it. He He's more about consistency in power gain than about the high highs and the low lows. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, we'll talk about this, but th my strategy with him is to find ways to keep his aim shot powered up, and, and hopefully you two of them every turn, or else give him enough power to manage being pushed off points via, via his spec ops training movement, mm -hmm. um, or in, in, the, in the side cases when you really want to get rid of some terrain for various reasons to have the power to do that. Yeah. Um, so... The um the last thing is is that you know the ability you know people get dazed in this game um quite readily it's not like you never get dazed and so you just automatically start to get um, these punishment tokens from that yeah. which is just like free except for the cloaky situation it's just free dice mm -hmm. uh, so I mean how can you how can you go wrong with that yes um and the one thing we haven't talked about yet with this character is something that's not even on his card but it's his uh, unique tactics card blood red impossible. Oh, cool. <laughs> great call let's take a look at that card because uh, that's that is an interesting part now of course now it gets even harder for people maybe because you know tactics cards are always you know it's a limited number that you're allowed to take so you know do you take one that's affiliated or do you just take it with him um but his is really good do you, do you have it handy you don't want to yes. read it out uh it's uh unaffiliated reactive during the power phase and allied punisher may spend four power to play this card each time an enemy character is KO'd this round, that uh, this character's controlling player gains one VP. Yeah, so it's kind of like a Black Order um, affiliation ability. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. um, and it's so a really great late game situation. You know, if if you if you know that the uh, your opponent's going to start losing people, or if you're playing them in back order and you're meant to be <laughs> killing people. Um, uh, he, this would be great. Free VPs. Yeah. Um, the the mind that this puts me into is of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, whenever I see a situationally very powerful, but not all the time powerful tactics card, I instantly go to Guardians for the flexibility of turning that into winging at tokens if the situation where it is powerful just doesn't come up. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking that, you know, if you're looking for an attrition-oriented team, just like Black Order, I mean, mm -hmm. it's a classic example. Yeah, classic That's the other example. way to go with this. But, you know, because then this card is, is going to come into play. Cool. Excellent. Um, and then I guess the last thing about it is, is that, you know, we have a lot of wide scenarios in the game. Mm -hmm. um, and so having somebody like him be able to hold a back objective, um, just keep banking power, and then still... Like he could move off of an objective potentially with his um, uh, ability, his 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 uh, superpower, mm -hmm. make a shot, and then use his other thing, uh, his other action to move back to it. Yeah. So similar to like a, a Hawkeye mm -hmm. um, movement, but maybe somebody a little more survivable than Hawkeye. Yes, <laughs> um, and that actually puts me into mind of a very specific scenario, one that I don't think gets played a lot. 
right, which is me. Cosmic Invasion Black Order Descends on Earth. Okay, perfect. I was definitely going to go there as well. But uh, go ahead. Tell me why you think it's good. So Cosmic Invasion, doing the power phase, uh, for each character that is within one of a cosmic vault, you roll a dice on a critter while they gain two power and get pushed short away from the vault. Uh, right. Away from the vault means that you have some level of control on which direction they get pushed away from. Um, so you can definitely set it up where you get pushed away uh, towards your opponents or towards towards the side of the board where your opponents have committed um, with that. And then suddenly you have three power even if you are at zero to aim shot and then walk back on that back point. Yeah. It's 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 like nothing happened because it, it gives you exactly the power that you need to use the superpower. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a brilliant one for him to be on. And one that other people don't like to play yeah. because of the fact that you're constantly, you know, you're having to move back some, in some fashion. Um, yeah, I think the only affiliation that I've really seen that likes that scenario is the Web Warriors. Okay. Um, just because yeah. it always gives them the power to activate whatever superpower they have to get back on the point or... They're all everyone else who doesn't have a superpower is a long mover. Okay, got it. Sure. All right. So similar that they have the superpowers of some sort to 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 take advantage of. Yeah. The other crisis I was thinking of for him is infinity formulas. Yep. Because um, he could sit on a point and just gain power. Yeah. Uh, from it. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Uh, which is just what he wants. Because I guess we haven't talked about yet now his problems. I mean, we're gushing about him a lot, but. Uh, the reason I think both of us have been attracted to those crises um, is he is really power hungry. Yes. Uh, and this is, he's got the consistent amount, like you mentioned, consistent amount of power generation off of the hip shot. Otherwise, though, he's not getting any. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wants power. Like, ideally, he would want uh, six power every turn so that he could do two aim shots. Yes. Um, in most cases, there are... Uh, there is the Doomed Prophecy build, which I am going to bring up. <laughs> okay. Now, or are you going to do later? Uh, I'm going to put the idea out there and kind of explain it now, and we can come back to it later. Um, okay, if sure. Be. But Doomed Prophecy is a card where you add your physical defense uh, to your physical attacks for the turn, um, and since uh, Punisher has the rapid fire on his hip shot, you're suddenly getting four seven dice attacks out in a single turn. For the downside of no longer having a physical defense. Right, right. Well, hopefully you've, you've annihilated anything that can touch you yeah. after all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a similar one, which is uh, no matter the cost, I'm going a different way. Yeah. You know, if he takes damage, um, but, you know, then suddenly his he could actually do a hip shot on zero power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or zero power if you're desperate for it. Yeah. that That is another good pull. Yeah. Um, sure. And then, uh, I guess if his team is using, uh, all you've got, they get dazed from that or possibly KO'd, yeah. uh, which means that he get a free punishment, uh, punishment, yep. punishment token. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a lot, you get a lot of benefit, you know, multiplying the benefit coming out of that card, which is already a powerful card. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So... Other problems uh, is, okay, we've already mentioned how he doesn't have an affiliation and he's not a rogue agent. I think that's clear. Uh, I guess the other one is is that he, and again, this is really sticking to his fluffy 
character uh, is that he actually wants his friends to get dazed and KO'd. Uh, so he gets these punishment tokens, which is not always really the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really makes sense for him as a character. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think you're going to take, and I think some of the builds that you're going to bring up, you're going to take advantage of that and try to turn it into an advantage, having a lot of dazed and KO'd characters on the yeah. table. He definitely fits in super wide lists that want to play a lot of characters on the board and and a lot of weaker characters on the board and spread out the health pools among more targets. So when things spike, they end up like losing more damage than if you were on a concentrated model. Yeah. Um, I saw some guy this morning. He was playing, um, I think it was uh, eight, eight characters, all two-pointers. Kind of a goof, but you know. Oh. <laughs> Hey, at least Bob's in the table. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was Bob too. Mm-hmm. But if you squeeze Punisher into that situation, <laughs> he's gonna be loaded on power tokens all day. Yeah, or Punisher, you know, Punisher yeah. tokens. So. Yeah, no, that's that's real interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I see a lot of fun interactions with Bob. So, all right, are we ready to to start thinking about how we might work him into some some factions? Yes. Um, so the first one that I want to bring up, and it's relying more on his hip fire than, um, his aim shot, um, but he's Wakanda. All right. Um, because his hip fire always generates one power. So you, you can always spend one power to get a reroll on a hip fire and you Mm -hmm. can like constantly do that cycle and basically make it into a five dice attack that attacks twice a turn. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, totally. And then you have Shuri backing him up where if he ever if your opponent ever washes out on dice, you can spend Shuri rerolls to try and spike his dice. Right. Of course. Yeah, and they both are gonna be in the back, so she'll be near him. I mean mm-hmm. clearly near him to be able to contribute. Yeah. Mm. I I like that idea, and that's a powerful faction as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh I wonder I wonder where you squeeze them, him in. You know, is he... Because like a Wakandan wave build is Black Panther, Shuri, Koye, typically Valk, maybe another three-point character nowadays. Does And that and that's like a solid group. Do you, do you add him on top of that then, or is he replacing somebody? Well, so I've been playing a Trish in Wakanda recently. Okay. Where it's like... Yeah, we have all these pushes, but we also have really good attacks and a lot of evils. So let's just... It's its like, our core is suddenly Black Panther, Killmonger, Shuri. And we're just going to kill okay. you. <laughs> okay, got it. So she, uh, he adds a ranged element to that group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see him fitting it, making a unique contribution into that roster. Mm-hmm. Nice uh, one. The uh, another one I was thinking of is in humans. It has the power sharing that he wants. Um, he can both either be a battery for other people off of the consistent power gen off of his hip shot, or get power contributed to him for aim shot. And he's in the same affiliation as Black Bolt, who wants to get flipped early anyway. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. So in other words, you're going to get a punishment token uh, off of uh, Black Bolt doing mm-hmm. his thing. Uh, but I really love uh, Inhumans. I'm playing a lot of them now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is a 100% great recommendation because they will consistently be able to feed him the 
uh, let's say if he powers up, he needs only two. He only needs two. So that means two inhumans need to go ahead of him firing, and he'll be at least able to do one hip shot. Uh, so uh, one ahead of him, because you can uh, do one. Uh, one other inhuman activates, pass the power to him, and then he activates and gets someone to pass the power to him because it's oh, yeah. both directions. It, of course, of course, you're absolutely right. Yeah, so just that. Yeah, that's amazing. So that he he's going second potentially in the turn. Yeah. Or if you let him go a little further, you might be able to power him up to do two hip shots. Yeah, and then as I said already, Black Bolt wants to get flipped early, um, and a card that we have already talked about, no matter the cost, is both good on Punisher and on Black Bolt. I definitely I take um, no matter the cost for my humans lists quite often for that very reason. Mm -hmm. So that way, if people try to ignore Black Bolt so that he doesn't flip, you can force the issue. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, By using them. I've been using it. Um, I've been playing Kree Core with Inhumans, and then whoever gets stuck picking up the Kree Core and gets stranded, you can medium move and get into range for master punch and then master punch and then no matter the cost master punch turn one to punch them into your line <laughs> yeah yeah that is people should really master punch allows him to go place himself within one of uh the target uh, but he also gets to move that target short and so therefore the order that you do that in uh, is up to you. Yeah. And so, like you said, you could you could move them to kind of you can move the target where you want Black Bolt to ultimately end up. Mm -hmm. Or you can drop yeah, off that's... Black Bolt and then move the target. Say if there's a middle objective that they were also sitting on. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's got he's got some game, but he he does want to use um the the uh his his the the longer range attack is more just about. Um, putting damage in but his master punch which is uh four so it's a little hard to power um makes him have some interesting uh, movement shenanigans mm -hmm. um and then a thing i mentioned earlier we have guardians of the galaxy they like to go wide so you would be getting a lot of punishment tokens and they have the ability to convert a kind of situational tactics card into token uh, into rerolls if need be sure Sure, exactly. So it sounds like, uh, I mean, the way I looked at him is is that we had two different problems um, uh, that he has. One is he's power hungry, and the other is, is he, he wants a lot of his friends to get dazed. Uh, so it looks like he picked a, an affiliation from one, uh, trying to fix one or both of those, uh, one or the other of those two issues. Mm -hmm. So I'll do, I'll do the same. So I, uh, I really do like the idea of powering him up. Um, so he can do those hip fires. And uh, and so I took a look through all the different affiliations that could help him in that. Um, Cabal is a very obvious one yep. because uh, the moment he does some damage uh, with his normal shot, let's say, he'll get an extra power. Yep. Um, and if you got right, so, so if you think about it, so he if he does manage to get two hip fires off, or you know, so not hip fire, beg your pardon, one rapid fire off. Yeah. So two shots, basically. He's going he's got two power from that, one from Cabal in each instance. So that's four power. Uh, one from power up is five. So he could do at least one hip fire. Um, or if he happened to have one left over from prior um, round, he, he could do two. Mm -hmm. So that's a good one. But where it got really more interesting um, is with two other affiliations because of double synergies. So one is uh, the Brotherhood. Mm -hmm. 
So in the Brotherhood, he could be fed power by Magneto whenever terrain gets blown up, and that happens quite often in Brotherhood-type games. So he's getting power uh, consistently from outside of himself, but he also has Warzone. And so Warzone means that he can help Magneto do what he wants to do, which is blowing up terrain, um, and therefore triggering the ability to get some power. Yeah, for sure. You know? Mm -hmm. uh, and then the other one that I'm thinking about where there's some double synergy is in A-Force. Because he will be able to get power outside of himself from the affiliation ability. Um, and he can put automatic slows on um, targets, which means that She-Hulk then gets to use her, is it a spender? But it's the yeah. bigger attack, which if the target's already slowed, she gets to then put a stagger uh, on it. Mm -hmm. And there is an of note uh, a fourth affiliate member that goes into a, a a strategy we could go with him that we talked about earlier, which is a fourth has Agent Widow, who is another Dune prophecy target in this game. Mm. Okay, cool, excellent. Yeah, so there's another synergy there. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure which of those is more exciting. I mean, a fourth is um, going to be very consistent. You know, provided people actually attack the the A Force characters, which is likely uh, they'll be able to give out power to him. Uh, War Zone is a little more situational because you have to figure out where on the board he wants to be to be able to hold a zone or to pick up some some extraction extraction tokens. Well, so something of note with the Brotherhood is that they are not just one leadership ability. Okay, yes, that's right. <laughs> um, tell me, tell us about Mystique's then. How, so how would it work? Mystique's leadership, uh, it's it's rather interesting because um, you get this spend one power to put a token down and suddenly you don't have to stay on that point, which I don't think is quite what Punisher wants to do. But the other part of it is that whenever you pick up an extract, you get a free power refund. Um, okay, perfect. Right. So he could pick up a, a cube, for instance, which should be given him power later on, mm -hmm. and it wouldn't cost him anything. Exactly. Nice. Because, um, yeah, he wants to conserve power at all costs. Yeah. Um, all but right. It's, it's a nice bit of variability in what goal you're going for in a game by having yeah, both of exactly. them on the list. I mean, think about it. So we've, we've picked already four different affiliations out of the 14 to help him get power. Mm -hmm. uh, you've mentioned a fifth one, Guardians. Um, uh, for uh, you know, taking advantage of him getting punishment tokens, mm -hmm. the the um, the other I should have mentioned where else he can help is uh, with his slow ability is with uh, web warriors. Yep. Once they have um, the new Amazing Spider-Man character as the leader. Well, also just all webbed up in general. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fair point. So, because they take advantage of having slow conditions out there, so mm -hmm. if he could put those on there ahead of them, they they have more flexibility to do other stuff. Yeah. Um, another thing I will bring up is is a list that has been percolating in my mind, and this this talks about talks to one of the points that you brought up earlier, of a wide red skull cabal. Okay, tell me. Um, of just getting a lot of two and three pointers in a list together, that mm -hmm. um means that you're running six or seven wide at different point values where you're looking just to 
While not every attack is going to deal damage and gain extra power, you're going to put so many attacks in that you're going to get a lot of power advantage over your opponent. Okay, got it. Yeah, sure. Um, and this is enabled by the recent addition of Bob putting a two-cost affiliate member into the game. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny uh, that he's Cabal-oriented. Makes sense, though. <laughs> yeah. No, there's some jank that I can't wait to see with, with Bob. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he is all about the jank. I mean, I think even more so than Deadpool. Oh, yeah. No, no, I, I've seen some Black Order players putting Bob into their list. Because mm. um, you Amazing. do Bob, first action, blows himself up. Then next turn, you uh, price a failure on Bob. And then give the rest of your Black Order team a bunch of power. <laughs> And you get a punishment token, don't you? <laughs> you would in this case. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Bob. Bob, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So a bit of a su support character in a way, uh, in a strange way, mm -hmm. Bob. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, some friends of mine. I one I uh, made so you know I, I talked to them a little bit about this uh, episode we were going to record, and they mentioned about Carnage. Uh, he's he's new, so people mm -hmm. may not know him, but he's got an ability called Paint the Town in Red. Are you yes. familiar with this yet? Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I'm a Spider-Foes player. Of course I know about this. <laughs> so why don't you talk about how that might actually work together with um, with Punisher? So Paint the Town Red is his ability where when he dazes or KOs an opponent, he may spend three, and then he adva uh, advances short, removes all damage from himself, and then... Um, and then makes uh, another attack. Yeah, I was looking for that word in my brain. Um, yeah, which is his major way of being tanky, considering he's a five-one-one. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Uh, with seven seven hit points, but yeah. yeah. Um. So go ahead. So just with the bunch of small packets of dice that Punisher is throwing, he can. He's much better at dialing in the amount of damage he wants to deal to a person than someone with larger packets of dice because his spike mitigate he can only spike so high. So you can really plan on how much damage you're doing to leave them on one or two HP for really easy time to paint the town red on your next activation with Carnage. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it actually. That you know, he can you can you could kind of fine-tune how much damage you're putting out between his two attacks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that idea. So yeah, Web Warriors, you know, they are always looking for uh, characters to help them because they're not completely fleshed out yet. So maybe yeah. Punisher is one that you can add in there. Yes, and of note, his hip fire rapid fight is a May ability. So it's like if you deal a bunch of damage, spike on that first one, you can go, eh, I don't want to do that second one because I would rather take them out with Carnage rather than Punisher. Yeah, perfect. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, well, uh, Spider Foes is going to go th uh, through a lot of changes, I think, soon. So yes. I'm looking forward to seeing how the, mm -hmm. the meta develops around them. Oh, yeah. I, I just want to get Carnage and Mysterio into my Thanos Spider Foes list and wreak havoc with that. Um. Cool. So, should we build some a roster? Yes. Um, We've talked about many, many directions so far this episode. Is there one that jumps out to you? 
this this is very hard, like I say, because there are a lot of different uh, interesting things to do. But I would like to think maybe A Force would be a good way to go. Cool. So let's start off by getting in the affiliation leader, She Hulk. Um, and then for our affiliate affiliated members, we I think we want a Koi for that two pointer. Yeah. And then a suggestion I made earlier, and contrary to to like the default, would be bringing in Agent Widow over Two Point Black Widow. Okay. Um, sure. Just because then we have two targets that really like to blow up. Um, with Doom Prophecy and Agent Widow is a model that I I have a lot of love for because she very importantly gives out of scenario VP as well. Oh yes, right, of course. I find that a little hard to set up uh, because she I found that she was always in a position to do the thing but didn't have enough power at that point to do it. Mm-hmm. I I've, I've been getting it fairly well set up recently. Um I should say I wasn't playing her in A Force, so A Force could be feeding her that power. Oh yeah, A Force can set it up a lot easier than any other affiliation except for maybe Cabal. Um, and there, uh, and with the the punch truck that is She-Hulk at the front line, you're going to get those dazes anyway, so you can set up for that pretty swiftly. Okay. Uh, we need a flyer though. Yes. Right. Uh huh. Who 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 do you like for flying? Uh, I like Miss Three Pointer Crystal or Miss Four Pointer Captain Marvel. Which which mm-hmm. direction do you want to go? Uh, I, I, let's go with Crystal. Okay. Who, she's only three points and, um, also hands out potentially some more statuses. Yeah. Slow, incinerate, and stun. So we get some redundancy in what we're doing, but more importantly, uh, since she's going to be much more frontline than Punisher, the condition, the slow and stun that Punisher puts out, he can put it onto a target that's within three of crystal, so they can't shake those conditions. That is a good point. That is a very good point. I like that idea. Uh, and She Hulk could probably uh, protect Crystal with mm-hmm. her bodyguard ability. So we have an opportunity here, mm-hmm. um, because I think we want an in affiliation four pointer. Um, yes. Just for list building, and kind of the best of the lot right now is Medusa. Yeah. That, that is no small statement. And that means with just one more character, we can make this a dual affiliation roster. All right, so throw in Black Bolt. Sure. Yeah. We were talking about that <laughs> earlier. It's it's a much more aggressive team mm. for mm. uh for the power gen and stuff, just with with the way that Black Bolt likes to go in and be suicidal. It's it's a lot yeah. more aggro than She-Hulk necessarily is all the time, right? Uh, and um, works differently, quite differently from A Force. So oh yeah, there's that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, amazing. So we have some roster spots for some out of affiliation picks, and this. Yes, um, I was just looking though. There's a lot of choice. What do we really need? Because we got Shuri still in affiliation to yes. think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let's take a look maybe what we need. So we have the big beater and tank, She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okoye is going to bodyguard somebody, possibly like Punisher, somebody in the back. 
Yeah. Uh, Black Widow uh, wants to be where? Midfield? Yeah, she's a midliner. She She's very yeah. flexible and slippery. She has stealth, so she works as... Uh, especially in D's, she works very well holding a point that no one really wants to contest. Um, or you can play her, if you have Doom Prophecy, you can play her really, really aggressively and just kind of threat of activation with her. I feel like we could use um, some more control elements. Mm-hmm. What do you... Well, Medusa's good control. Oh, yeah. Med- sure. Medusa is great control. Um, but we can definitely get more control onto this team. Uh, let's let's quickly talk points value. Uh, points. Yeah. Um, so if yeah. we're doing a She-Hulk team, we're at 6, 9, 11, 14 with Punisher. So another three-pointer would be this would be our 17, or another four-pointer would be at 18. So we can mess that up a little bit by shifting around our... Um, in affiliation spots. Who who are you counting to start with? She-Hulk and who else? Crystal? Uh, She-Hulk, Crystal, Okoye as kind of a base set. Okay. Right. And then Punisher. So, right. That's 14 points mm-hmm. right out the gate. Yeah. So, add another three-pointer for 17 points. Yep. That's right. Um, going up all the way to another five-pointer for 19 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. we have the variability within our core because we can shift that to like She-Hulk, Crystal, Medusa for a 13, 16 point core. And then we just add a four pointer for 20. Yes, that's right. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a She-Hulk, uh, Crystal, Black Widow core. And then that is 12 points plus Punisher is 15. Um, and then well, that's good. Building a fifteen-point list is 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 handy. Yep. Let's see, Punisher. Um, and then up to twenty points, we get the. One second. Let me do math quickly. <laughs> we're one point. We're one point too many to get the weird flex roster. Okay. Um, at because at twenty one points, if there was, if there ever is a scenario that is twenty one points, you could play Punisher, She Hulk, Medusa, Crystal, Black Bolt, and then choose your affiliation on the table. Yeah. Can you? Um. Uh, but that's yeah, twenty one points. Black Bolt, Medusa, and Crystal is twelve points. Mm-hmm. So with is Punisher, so with Punisher, that's fifteen. Um, and then oh yeah, of course, you, sorry. Yeah, and then yeah. you can just do Agent Widow Okoye for that 20-point slot. I guess if, if you really were worried about, uh, you know, if you're really thinking that you wanted to push Inhumans as an option, mm-hmm. you probably need to, uh, not need, but you'd like to stick Lockjaw into this. That's not and... one of my default uh, uh, Inhumans anymore. No, I know. I'm actually branching out myself. I've done nothing but things with him, mm-hmm. but... Um, but now I'm doing the same as you. I'm, I'm trying to uh, figure out how they play without him, and it is quite interesting. But I'm thinking here, though, you know, She-Hulk's problem is is once she gets dropped off, sometimes can get isolated. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and unfortunately, it's more support, which is always you know, have to be careful about. But you know, getting him to port She-Hulk three is not a bad thing. I I would be wary of that, because um, in any matchup where She-Hulk can get isolated, Lockjaw can also get isolated and basically need nothing on the table. Yeah, that's right. That's that's one of the reasons why I've been walking away from him a little bit. He's really good in the beginning game, the mm-hmm. opening game, but um, he starts to lose sometimes lose relevance in the mid game. Um, so the weird odd pick, and this is ahead. going to be a pull, but I've been playing this in my Inhumans list, is instead of Lockjaw going up a point value and playing Red Skull. Okay, because. Uh, he's self-power generating for his movement. Um, at the point where you where you no longer need him to move around models, he can start doing seven dice energy attacks that if they deal damage, throws the character, and that's a size non-restrictive throw, so you can throw it into a Hulk and then throw Hulk into someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he... Um, uh, and he has uh, inbuilt protection to offshoot attacks off of himself, and he's the only character in the game that can do that right now. Okay, that's interesting. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, I think the problem is is that we're we're going down need humans right now too much because that adds up to nineteen points. We we have to try to fill in the seventeen point gap area. Yeah, so we're we're yeah. looking for an out of affiliation three or uh, for that uh, seventeen point list, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Let me just reduce this. So, yeah, we're looking for ideally a three pointer, mm-hmm. honestly. So- uh, and somebody who's doing something different, maybe some ranged attack or control. Okay. Well, that brings it back to Shuri. Well, so uh, an interesting new warrior enters the fray. Okay, tell me. Um, and someone who also bene- benefits from the power gen and can get in there. Iron Fist. Oh, interesting. Hey, tell me, tell me what about him though that you like? Because to me, he seems like to be uh, a bit of a tank, um, uh, but also has a good, good power output. But I can't remember the ranges of his attacks. So he has a, a range two five dice attack, a range three four dice attack that has flat power gen, but places him within one, so he has a level of mobility off of his attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has a range two nine dice attack for eight power that gives out an activated token. Oh yes, that's that's the one. Amazing. <laughs> um, uh, those are all physical attacks. Is that right? No, the uh, uh, he, the energy. Yeah, uh, uh, two of them are energy, and one of them is physical. Gotcha. Um, and okay. then he, and then he has master martial artist, which is like. Normal martial artist, but only it's range three instead of range two, which is a big difference. Okay, so how is he going to help here? Um, he gives you another midfielder because I think I think we have our backline pretty dang solved. Um, yeah, and this this seems like a very aggressive, uh, attrition matchup. That we do have Medusa for the control element, but I think we're much more reliably looking to KO our opponent than score out our opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he gives another one of that. Um, and because of the extra power gen 
both from himself because he gains two power a turn and from the A-Force affiliation ability means he can get more consistently up to that um, spender attack, which gives an activated token, which is a lot in this game. And mm. on top of that, he gives us some uh, diversity in our attack profile because I think we're fairly physical heavy right now except for Crystal. Correct. Correct. Yeah, that was a concern of mine as well. So Iron Fist. Okay. Uh, he's three, correct? Yeah. He's a three-pointer, so he would. we would do a, core, uh, a, a team of Iron Fist, Punisher, Akoye, Crystal, and She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Got it. That's 17. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, what do you think of adding Vision as a four-pointer? Vision is a classic four-pointer. He does a whole lot in this. Um, he gives you yeah. a throw. He, his spender is also really solid. Um, and he's energy, and it's a beam four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then, you know, n- another good midfielder. Yeah. Um, though you've just reminded me of an old favorite that I want to bring up. Um, okay. Because we do have extra power gen. Hella! And getting a mystic attack into our profile. Oh, okay. I was struggling to think of a mystic attack. Yeah. Hella. Yep. She's definitely fallen off the radar, but man, is she good. She's got such great defense dice. Uh, yeah. yeah. And like you said, well, okay, but she... They, okay, I was going to say, Claim Soul, which is her mystic attack, it does it costs two, but like you were just saying, that it, we are going to be generating power yes. in this affiliation, aren't we? And she also she gets flat two every turn anyway, so no matter what, even if we don't feed power into her, she's getting at least one Claim Soul off. Um... And yeah. it's another character that has a trigger off of Days and Chaos. Yeah. Oh, uh, is it? I thought she just, when she damages, she nope. gets those things. Uh, so, claim soul, You when you damage, you capture one soul. But also, flat, when any character is Days to oh, yeah. KO'd, you get a soul token. Ooh. Oh, let's use her. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do like that. Double synergy. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Good call. All right, I'm going to pop her in here. And, uh, one second, I need to read ability quickly. Okay, it does not work that way. So, there's some of the revive abilities where you KO and then come back, and there are some of them that don't. And sadly, she's one of the ones that doesn't actually officially KO, so you don't get a punishment token from her reviving. Okay. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. I know if we were playing Ghost Rider, who I don't think quite works in this list... Uh, when you when he would die, he officially KOs. You get a punishment token, and then you can play deal with the devil, and then he comes back. Okay, gotcha. And wheels weird rules interactions. Woo. Yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so if I'm reading this right, we've got um, She Hulk, Okoye, uh, Agent Widow, Crystal, then Punisher. Mm-hmm. Then we added Medusa, Black Bolt, Iron Fist, Vision, and Hela. Cool. That seems like a solid roster to me. Yeah. And and the last three really are to taste. Yeah. Uh, depending on what you're you're facing. Yeah. Taste is choice. Um I think there's a lot of variety. I think you can also play around a lot with those A Force affiliate members just because of how wide and deep their pool is. 
we talked about Shui, who we did not pick up, but it's also just a fantastic choice if you want to play this a little bit more control than uh, Attrition. Um, you also have like the likes of Angela in there if you want to play a bigger core and, yeah, and play right. play lower to the ground. Um, or you can switch out that uh, Agent Widow for a two-point Widow and go really, really wide with the double twos in affiliation. I was just looking. Medusa's in affiliation too. So yeah. if you and if you took her, Crystal, She Hulk, and Punisher, you're at sixteen points, mm-hmm. which is not a bad, uh, not a bad roster at sixteen points. Yeah, especially for the sixteen that we're looking at, which is uh, uh, Cosmic Invasion. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, great. Going back to that, absolutely. That's the one we want. Huh, yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I do like that. Um, okay. So now knowing our plan, what do we want our third secure to be? Because currently we have Cosmic Invasion and Infinity Formula. Yeah, let me write this down. Hold on. Um, Cosmic Invasion, yep. Infinity Formula, yep. Um, let's think. What is A-Force like? Let's not just think about Punisher now. What is A-Force like? Um, do they? Does we, she want to brawl in the middle? We are playing a very attrition-y version of A-Force in, in this regard. So I yeah. would actually look at Demons Downtown and slowing down the game. Good. Yes. And it's down the middle, which, which is what they want. Mm-hmm. That means, you know, you can park... Uh, you could park Punisher at the back. Yeah, and then and suddenly his aim shot with the purest yeah, reducing your opponent's dice pool already by one and incinerate also reducing their dice pool by one. Suddenly you're at a really low dice count for how much, how many dice they even have possible to block with. Yeah, and his, his even his range three shot is uh, comes into play. Yeah. Because people will be clustered around the middle point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, so Demons Downtown, got yeah. it. So that gives us 16 points, 17 and 19. Yeah. Um, and I think we got a good 16. We already talked about which was that Crystal uh, Medusa mm-hmm. She-Hulk Punisher. Mm-hmm. Um, to yeah. go up to... Second, I am doing well, that. We need a, we do the 17-pointer. We'll go to back to where we were. So Punisher... So if this is Demons Down, sorry, Infinitive Formula, that's a B. So we need two groups, or at least one really strong flank and one holding a flank. Yeah. Um, and so I'm brain, 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 doing math. I wonder. Yeah, um, so we get that team we were talking about earlier of She-Hulk, Akoye, Crystal, Punisher, and Iron Fist. Exactly. Does that work in a B scenario? Yeah, because I think Iron Fist can hold down a flank pretty dang well. Just from what I've seen of him with his with his range three counting blanks. Okay. Fair. And like, so you just do like a flank of Akoye Iron Fist and then do Crystal She-Hulk Punisher on the other flank. Okay. And that's, cool. that's a case where I would actually not use um, special delivery turn one. I would wait to use it as a rotational tool 
when you've yeah. won one flank to move over to the other flank. Totally. Yeah, makes perfect sense. All right, let's build the 19 roster then. So yeah. if we put Punisher, She-Hulk, Crystal to start, that's 12. Yeah, and then Akoi, and yeah. that's 14. No, so this would be Punisher, She-Hulk, Crystal, Agent, Widow, and Hela down the middle. We got uh, um, not Medusa. Uh, the the uh points, um, or we can do do Punisher, She Hulk, uh, Crystal, Medusa, and Iron Fist. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, that that's also very good. Mm. Yeah, I like that too. Mm-hmm. But if we want to fit one of the out of affiliation fours in there, we wanna we'll have to do the double three. In affiliation. Yes. Right. Understood. Mm -hmm. So okay, let's see. If we do punish, I'll just we'll build it. So let's say the first roster we built was good, but let's see if we can build the other one. So it's Punisher, She Hulk, uh, Crystal, and Agent Widow. Mm -hmm. That's fifteen points. So then four points we could put in. Uh, Hella. Yeah. Potentially. Mm -hmm. Or vision. He's got yep. the he's got the beam. Yep. Either one. Mm -hmm. And I think both right. give an interesting amount. Uh, a, a very situationally good on both sides. I think vision will be the more easy slot in slot out there. But if you're playing against like Wakanda or Avengers, you want to slot Hella in just because of the mystic attack. Right. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and also tank the middle. Middle uh, secure while oh, yeah. she hope goes goes deep potentially. Yeah. Uh huh. Because just that four 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 turning into an average three 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 is not terrible. That's a good point. Yep. Incinerate. Okay. Yeah. So extractions. This uh, let's thought through less. Mm -hmm. um, for my usual. <laughs> it's. I think we were talking about power gen already, and and we have a team that is very power hungry, so I don't think we mind cubes. Yeah, definitely. That was the only one I could think of. Cubes, which is a seventeen pointer. Um, and our, I was just looking. Our seventeen point list has five characters, so we have lots of opportunities to pick up cubes. Yes. Um. And we aren't playing a roster that has an obvious, uh, energy deficiency, so I, I, I don't mind getting Montesi formula in there. Uh, I'm not following your logic, though. What do you mean? Um, so it's it's. I find Montesi formula as long as you don't have a character that has like a two or one in energy defense is a good stock and standard. It's going to be if you win priority, you can bring this and have an advantage on extract turn one type of scenario. Mm. Because it's, and it is a s slower scenario too, yeah. which helps us with our fighting. Yeah. Um. It brings it okay. brings it down the middle. Um, it it's also a down the middle thing, so it lines up with what we're already wanting to play. Yes, um, precisely that I like. Now, going on the opposite side of this, you know, the extreme way to slow this game down is uh, scrolls. Yeah. And and uh, well, no, which is the one with twenty points? Quicor. Alien ship crashes down and down crashes in downtown. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. That's 20 points, slows the game down. So should we try to build a 20-point roster, see if it makes well, sense to Well, yes, we have a pretty easy 20-point roster of just 
She-Hulk, Crystal, Medusa, Punisher, and one of our four-pointers. Wait, hold on. So Punisher, She-Hulk, Crystal, Medusa. Yeah, four-pointer to taste. Mm-hmm. Say hello. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's good, too. That's one, two, three, four, five wide. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. a lot of extra power gen on that team. Or... A lot of consistent power gen on that team where you... Those are all characters I find commonly having one or two extra power, except for Punisher, at the end of a round. Mm-hmm. Um, the only... So I'm looking, they're all five wide, too. Yes. These, these rosters. Well... It's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the tax of She-Hulk. We're playing a four wide at 14. Um... But otherwise, yeah, I, I think, think we're so playing. Bad. Yeah, and I, I am, I am a fan of attrition at fourteen. Mm-hmm. Fifteen, um, maybe the spot where I bring in, uh, Inhumans just for that Black Bolt, Medusa, Crystal Punisher line. Because of the scenario, uh, the crisis at fifteen. Yeah, and okay. and I just I I think. It's it's a powwow down the middle, but I like it a little bit better than trying to, because our other fifteen team would be She Hulk, Agent Widow, Crystal, Punisher, and I like getting okay. Medusa in on the um, Gamma Waves more. The last roster we haven't built is an eighteen point one, mm-hmm. which they those eighteen crises are either a B or a D. Yes. Um, and most importantly about that B, it is a pay-to-flip B. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Well, physical, which yes. is good mm-hmm. for us. So okay. currently we're looking at She-Hulk, Crystal, Punisher as a 12-point core going up to 18. That means we need six extra points, which is Medusa Akoi. Yep, I like that. Or... Or Akoi and another one of our four-pointers if we see something specifically we want to pull out that Medusa, uh, that the other one is better at than Medusa. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, so Medusa would be the flex. Yeah. Okay, nice one. So we have one more. Did we commit to Montezzi Formula? Did you want to look at one of the other scenarios? No, I think that's a good a good shout. Slow down mm-hmm. the middle doesn't help our opponent terribly much. Yeah, I think it's okay, and, and we like our seventeen point um, yeah. roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with that. So now we get into tactics cards. Right. The I I've commonly found this the hard, hardest part of the game for this. Sure. Special delivery, obviously. Yep. Special delivery. Um, do we want to bring Blood Red and Personal? Um, well, we, we are trying to kill a lot of stuff. So let's throw it in and see if, see if, mm-hmm. see if it stays. stays. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other thing we were talking about in abstract but hadn't committed to yet was Doomed Prophecy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but then Good. what do we want to other... Um, restricted slot to be. 
Yeah, I'm taking a look to see. Oh, other restricted slot. Okay. Um. Well, it's healing. It maybe you know She Hulk doesn't. It's not completely invulnerable. No. So, uh, and we are trying to put her into harm's way. Mm -hmm. So maybe we do need a med pack for her. So the question is, if we're focusing our healing on She Hulk, do we go med pack or patch up? I know where you're coming from. It it is a hard call, be mostly because of well, who's going to power it? Medusa does. She always has tons of power. Yeah, Medusa does. Crystal can easily do a full power patch up instead of a third attack on a turn. Yes. Okay. Yeah, let's do patch up then. Mm -hmm. And and we're constantly having uh, uh, She Hulk and, and Crystal attached at the hip anyway for a special delivery. Yeah. Um, exactly. We already talked about no matter the cost, which I think is a good pull. Yeah. Does, do we need it here, though? Because he's going to be fed power. I... He's definitely going to get fed more power than usual. Um, I think with the uh, splash that we have for Inhumans, it's something we can do with the... In it's, it's a very powerful move in the Inhumans. It gives us that. And... Yeah. It's, we can use it on She-Hulk, turning the spender, uh, the She-Hulk spender into a two-power spender instead of a five-power spender. Yeah, it's a lot. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Sold. So, we got three slots left. Mm -hmm. Is there any other A-Force card that we should be concerned about? Um, the, sure. the only one that really jumps to mind for me is Star Wars Determination. Oh, yeah. We should take that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then... Then we have the last little bit. The, these last two. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a couple different directions we can go with it. Um, we can go movement abilities and bring in uh, climbing gear. Just as a way to get back on the point if we get control. Well, yeah. And She-Hulk loves that. She-Hulk can, depending on the matchup. Um, because of... Oh, because uh, she's got that thing where she can... No, no, you're right. When she yeah. gets hit, she can move forward again. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, never mind. Um, we are planning big uh, throwdowns in the middle of the field, so bit of rivals isn't a bad call. There. Um, yeah. Like we, that. we have Doom Prophecy already, so all you've got, um, I think, is, is another good pull. And all you've got also just... We have so many characters that can be explosive. Giving any of them extra activations is big. Yeah. And, and you get a punishment token. Yes! It's a free punishment token. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Man, this is a nasty list. It wants to. It's all in on killing you. <laughs> okay, so special delivery, blood red and personal, doom prophecy, patch up, no matter the cost, stalwart determination, bitter rivals, and all you've got. Oof. Yeah, that that's one that's looking at you, going like, "Hey, we're going to roll a bunch of dice at you, and if they're anywhere around average, we are going to beat you into the ground." Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a very aggro list. Mm -hmm. So, for the people at home, 
the finalist, as it stands, is Punisher, She-Hulk, Okoye, Agent Widow, Crystal, Medusa, Black Bolt, Hela, Vision, and Iron Fist. For our tactics cards, we have Special Delivery, Blood Red and Personal, Doom Prophecy, No Matter the Cost, Patch Up, Star Wars Determination, All You've Got, Bitter Rivals. And then finally, for Crisis, we have Cosmic Invasion, Black Order Descends on Earth, Infinity Formula Goes Missing, Demons Downtown Has Our Comeuppance Come Due, Struggle for the Cosmic Cube, Alien Ship Crashes down in Downtown, and Montesi Formula Found. Nice. <sighs> I hate the Crisis. They are tongue twisters. Yeah, just go with the nicknames. You'll be all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Brilliant. The- I, I hope people try this out. I, yeah. I'm interested in trying this out now. And and as uh, we talked about a lot of other options to go with throughout the lead into this, that if you wanted to take and run with yourself, go right ahead. It's There's a lot of room for experimentation still left in this game, as I think... That opening gambit of us talking about like twelve different options, kind yeah. of showed. Or I'm just reading a five, six. We mentioned six out of the fourteen. Um, yeah. Uh, seven. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Seven. So ex- exactly half of the affiliations have some sort of synergy with mm-hmm. the Punisher. Yeah. So uh, that's an amazing variety. So you you have a fifty percent chance of finding an affiliation that you like. Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and play him. Yeah. I, I hope to see him more on the table. He's, yeah. he's so cool. I, I think he's a really cool model, and I hope there's... I imagine at some point there's going to be an affiliation with, that he just kind of sinks into, um, mm. much in the same way like Crossbones didn't really get his due until Criminal Syndicate came out. Yeah, that's a good point. That'd be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Well, I hope people write you uh, or us and uh, let us know if uh, they try this stuff on the table. Yes. Um, and if people wanted to reach out to you, how could they reach out to you? Uh, I'm on the uh, Tabletop Simulator Discord as uh, Dr. Norbert. Uh, my Twitter handle is at 45CaliberIdea. So that's probably the two best ways to get a hold of me. And if you wanted to reach out to me, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on all the non-MCP discords. If you want to hear me talk about television, which I am currently covering the CW show Kung Fu and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you can visit ggypt.tumblr.com. That's ggypt.tumblr.com. And if you want to see me play something completely different, every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I sit down with uh, Codab Games at twitch.tv slash Games to play custom Arkham Horror the card game. Thank oh, you very much wow. for coming on. My pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>